Hello, my name is Josh. I'm Jamie. And welcome to Talking Shoot with Two Geeks, podcast where we're talking about movies, comics, and everything in between. Today, J- Jamie and I, and yes, Jamie is back this week. Woo! Uh, we'll be talking about everything from the newest episode of the Disney Strange World to the newest episode of She Hulk and much more. Also, feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter at Convo with Two Geeks. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you want to send us an email about anything from this episode or one of our previous episodes, we're at conversation, conversation with two geeks at gmail.com. You guys find our back catalog on Spotify, App Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more podcasts I listen to. How are you today, Jamie? And welcome back. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I am okay. I'm all right. A little tired, but I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. It just seemed like it was like a week. If I'm like, congratulating you up a week off. Yeah. But anyway, I am bummed I didn't get to be on the episode last week. So. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing yeah. that yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, but either way, moving on to our first topic of the day, mainly because we just got a bit to go over. Um, we got an official trailer for Strange World. The synopsis reads: the original action adventure journeys deep into a uncharted and treacherous land where fantastic creatures await the legendary clades. A family of explorers whose differences threatened to topple their latest and by far most crucial mission. The film was directed by Don Hall and Ryan The Last Dragon, uh, screen, actually writer, uh, Nugent. I'm going to say Nugent, and I'm hoping that's right. Uh, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal, John Bukowski, Young White, Gabrielle Union, uh, Lucy Liu, and Dennis Quaid. The film was set to come out on November 23rd, 2022. So I'm curious about this one. <laughs> it's cute. It looks cute. Um... If it's like, uh, Raya was really good. So if there's some people who are involved with that, I think this this could be really good. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm just trying to figure out, like, who's going to be the twist villain? That's a good question. My my money is either on Dennis Quaid or, or, or the sister. Probably. Mm-hmm. It looks like, I love the animation style, though. I think mm-hmm. it looks really cool. Yeah, and I think this is the first time that we've gotten, like, a pure action adventure movie from Disney since, like, Atlantis slash Treasure Planet. It's been that long? I think it has. That's a long time. It, it, it very much is, and those are, like, my, one of my two favorites. Of my um, I haven't seen Atlantis in oh, a very, very long time. It's very Indiana Jones-inspired. But yeah, anyway. I remember. I like my memory is very muddled of that movie, but like I remember, like I see flashes of it in my mind. But um, yeah, Michael J. Cool. Michael J. Fox was the voice of the lead. Was he really? Yes, he was. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. been a long time since I seen that. I just remember. I think I remember just seeing trailers for that on like my old VHSs for like Disney movies or something. I like I kind of remember just seeing the trailer like a lot. The trailers were like, holy smokes, this is kind of dark. Yeah. For a Disney movie. Well, especially for but then again, also this was like I think post this this was like post Disney post like Tarzan, because they were kind of getting out of that Disney Renaissance. It was like post Disney Renaissance a little bit, because I remember I think from like 2001 to 2004, they realized that like the music movie musical format wasn't working. So, mm-hmm. like, they were trying to, like, experiment. That's how we got... That's actually how we got also Lilo and Stitch, which is actually my, I think, second favorite Disney uh, Lilo, Lilo and Stitch is so good. Yeah. That movie, that movie always just... 
<laughs> a lot of me, Sam. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> but yeah, either way, I'm I'm curious about this one, and I again, I I like I like the, I like the concept and stuff, and also the trailer looks pretty cool and stuff. Just it also looks really funny. But yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to our next topic today. Uh, exclusive from Deadline Reveal is that up-and-coming screenwriters Jeff Clapin and Aaron Sp- and, and no, sorry, not not Aaron, but Ian uh, Springer are on board to write the script for Marvel Studios' newest Fantastic Four film. Uh, exclusive continues on to say that the writing duo has actually been involved with Fantastic Four for some time, even before One Division director Adam Shankman was tapped as director, and an outlining where the, this next series will fit into the Marvel Cinematic Universe alongside Marvel Studios. President Kevin Feige. Uh, as for the writers themselves, the only major credit that they have currently is in an in-production film called Disaster Wedding, which I don't, which I don't have, I don't know. I can probably look up the script, but like it's probably a blacklist script or something. But either way, congrats to those writers. Um, mm-hmm. That's a pretty big deal. And also series of films. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, like they must have done something that they Marvel really liked that because they don't have it looks like their only major credit is disaster writing. So it's like they must have done something to really impress Marvel. Uh-huh. Um so it's gonna it'll be interesting. Um I just can't wait till they announce the casting for Fantastic Four because that's what I feel like everybody's been talking about for a long time. Yes. Um so uh we will we will see. Um, what happens with that? But I mean, I, this I feel like it, they really got to nail Fantastic Four because I feel like that's going to be a big part of the next phase of Marvel. Yeah, and so, if they're already working on a series of if they're already working like a series of films, then like yeah, this is big. They're they're playing on the mean long term. Oh yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if they casted. A little bit younger, mm-hmm. not like a lot younger, but like a little bit younger, so that way they could stay mm-hmm. in the universe longer. Like, um, if they, yeah, you know, yeah, no, I, I see, I can actually see. Like, the thought that was coming to my head was like they probably might cast around the same age rate that the twenty fifteen movie was. Yeah, I could definitely see them doing that. Yeah. yeah. So it won't be. It won't be. Um, who's the current pick right now? Um. Penn, I think. Oh, uh, what's his name? Sean Penn? No, not Sean Penn. No, God, no, not Sean Penn. He's way too old. I um, know who you're talking about. Penn uh, Badgel Badgeladili. Um, I know he's on like you. Oh, I know his. I can't think of his name, but I know exa- he was on Gossip Girl too. I think. Yes, was not was. was I can't it? remember his name. I'm looking up real quick. Sorry, folks. I'm I'm trying to. I know it was something Penn. I don't. Sorry about say Sean Penn, but like that was the first thing that popped in my head. I thought that was right, but no, that that I know it's somebody different. Uh, Dan Humphreys. Oh, okay, we were way off. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'll be frank. I only really saw bits and pieces of Gossip Girl when it was on the air. So uh-huh. yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen it. I've seen like clips. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, he would be. It, yeah, well, we'll kind of have to see where what direction they decide to go um mm-hmm. yeah and right now um according to the report um it, fake, uh fighting machine will now fo- focus on fighting actors while the script is being written so like makes sense so yeah 
<laughs> Either way, the FF is coming, folks. It might take mm-hmm. a bit, but they are coming. They are coming. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to our next topic. According to Variety, uh, the Good Place star Maddie Jane okay has uh, has joined the newest Star Wars series on Disney Plus, The Acolyte, uh, starring alongside Steinberg and uh, Jody Turner Bell. According to sources, uh, Steinberg Jacinto uh, and the recently cast uh, Lee Jong Jae um, will be the three main characters in the series. Bortles. That's very cool. <laughs> it's exciting. I, I I'm so I'm so happy for our boy Manny because um yeah um I, I I've been waiting for him to be in so good in good place mm-hmm. he really was yeah no he Jason Mendoza he he was such a sweet he was such a sweet boy he was, <laughs> he, he was such a sweet boy but I just and well I love Top Gun Maverick he, he, where the hell was where the hell was Manny y'all. I get that it was in the summer, and I probably imagine he probably had some seeds cut. But still, where is he, Tom Cruise? No, no. <laughs> Either way, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy for Manny and stuff, and I'm very excited to see this. So, I'm very I'm very excited to see that he's also being a main lead and stuff. That's going to be cool. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I know it, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. What do they do now? All right, here's. All right, let's get let's get into this. Moving on to our next topic, and a piece from THR by Kim Masters. It seems that Warner Brothers Discovery is having issues trying to find their own Kevin Feige to shepherd their DC franchise with the most choice and producer Dan Lin uh, following through. Gee, I wonder why. I'm being sarcastic, by the way. In addition, the piece hints at the company being primed for another murder, saying. That many industry observers believe that Comcast's Brian Roberts will make a long way move looking to combine NBC Universal and Warner Discovery. No, okay, no, just oh boy. <gasps> Josh took off his headphones and he walked away. <laughs> and I'm back. Yeah, we and he's this. back. We we don't need this. We we do not need another goddamn merger. Hell, and I'm saying this five years later, I, uh, I I still have very mixed feelings over the Disney Fox one. And honestly, had it been any other period in decade, it probably would have not been able to like happen. But uh, we do not need another goddamn merger. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, <laughs> I wonder why they're having issues. It's because your whole company is like on fire right now, and I but you can't get anybody to sit down. To want to like, you can't pay anybody enough money to want to fix all of this stuff that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. And honestly, trying to find a Kevin Feige is, is like impossible because he's a lightning like as an anomaly, a lightning in a bottle, or a needle in a haystack. Yeah, literally. Um. So it's just, uh, it is it. <laughs> Warners is just in falling flames, just falling from the sky. I wonder how the Animaniacs feel. Like they're just seeing everything on fire right now and be like, is anyone gonna save us? Nope. Okay. So sad. Oh boy. It's it's terrible. I, I, it, that just sucks. Yeah. No, um I- makes me sad. Um I wish the best for everybody who's working for that company and has stuff going out, so yeah. Hopefully everything goes well for you guys. 
Yeah, and speaking of stuff going out and stuff, it, eh. okay, this one also prefaces. I am excited. I'll talk about it in a second, but I'm, I'm excited for the next topic, but also I have my concerns, and I'll get into them in a bit. Mm-hmm. But either way, moving on to some somewhat helpful stuff like hard news. According to THR, Warner Brothers will develop another installment of the 2005 supernatural thriller Constantine, and a studio is re-teaming with star Keanu Reeves and director Francis Lawrence, but Lawrence re-teaming with I Am Legend screenwriter Akiva Goldsman, as he'll be paying the script for script for it. The film is also to be produced by J.J. Abrams and Hannah Minkella uh, via Bad Robot. As the sequel was announced, though, T.T. Lyon confirmed that the HGM and HMX had scrapped their own Constantine series in development, uh, Constantine series in development, as well as a series based off the character Madame Xanadu called Madame X, with the Constantine series to have a black lead. However, both, it should be prefaced that both series, who are being produced by Bad Robot, by the way, are being shuffled around to other networks. So, like, I'm just going to say this right now. Keanu has been trying to get this one off the ground for years. I'm very happy for Keanu, and I'm happy that not only Francis is going to be reunited with Kiva, and like, and Francis will be reunited with Keanu, and I'm happy that this got on the ground. I sincerely am. Uh, I have very mixed opinion. But the the fact that this version of Constantine Nature Master was going to be played by a black lead actor, anyone else, anyone else see what's wrong with that picture? Yeah. Is it just me or is it, uh, like I really don't want to play the race card here, but like uh, yeah. I, I, I get I get kind of that vibes and and again I know that they're shopping around in other places and stuff and like and like who knows maybe Netflix or Hulu or or even Apple will take will take up the project if that's the case then I'll retract my statement but like still it just it doesn't. Mm, it, it just doesn't just again I'm not shitting on Keanu or Francis here I, I know that he's wa- like Keanu has wanted to get this movie off the ground for years and honestly despite us having the Matt Ryan version which is probably the more accurate version and, and probably a very good version I do like the Keanu version again he's not British but like it's Keanu goddamn Reeves who doesn't like him but like it just <sighs> again don't want to play the race card here, but like it just, just, I don't know, really rubs me in the wrong way, mm-hmm. as, in, as you can say. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you, you have any thoughts on this, or you just, or you wouldn't? I disagree with you. I'm just going to kind of let you take that because it's, it's, it's kind of a whole mess. And when stuff like this happens, it's, it is kind of icky. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. For our final topic, we're going to be discussing some rumor mill. So take it with a grain of salt. And it's back with the uh, marvelous competition across the street. <laughs> uh, via the direct in a recent tweet from internet scooper TC Waltz, while she's playing on Twitter, that John Barthol uh, Punisher could show up on Daredevil Born Again to take the rumor role that was initially slated for Christian Ritter. Uh, this is further corroborated by Tom Swift of the Cape Town podcast saying, basically, Born Again is reintroducing Netflix character to the mainstream and they plan to bring Ritter in. But there's a scheduling conflict for Born Again, so they need another Netflix star to fill the role. It's John Berthold. Wouldn't be shocked if Ritter cameos, though. So a little while ago, there was a bit of a rumor saying that, like, either, I think, in Daredevil, in Daredevil, which, um, but no, in Echo, actually, that which mm-hmm. Daredevil is set to make an appearance, and his main plot is that he's looking for a former ally of his, which was, I think we even reported, it was going to be Jessica Jones. 
Now there's a scheduling problem, which makes sense because I believe Christian was just um, cast in an Orphan Black spinoff called Orphan Black Echoes. Which uh, is, was she? Yeah, she was. And like, okay. And which is, which is really funny considering that we have Tatiana Mazzolini as She Hulk. That is ironic a little bit. So, like, it's just, it's a whole thing. But I, but it seems like they're having scheduling issues with that. And like, Ritter, my husband having issues with that. So it's like, you know what? I'm gonna, it's just like, well, rather than Ritter, and Ritter, and it does seem like maybe Ritter can cameo in the future, which is nice to hear. Um, we get John Byrne. I was worried the they were gonna recast. I was just worried they were gonna recast. So I'm like, no. I'm like, no, she's the perfect Jessica. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, what I was worried about. But no. I mean, bringing in the Punisher makes sense. So, and John Berthold is fantastic. So, yeah, no, he he um, he just he was great, and mm-hmm. he was great. Um, the quality of two seasons can differ a bit, but like he was really freaking good as the Punisher, and like it it would be a damn shame not to use him again. So I'm actually he, he's a fantastic actor. He's uh-huh. very very good. So uh-huh. yeah, yeah, no, um, I'm. Again, I'm happy, but I'm, I'm a little sad, but I am happy. And again, it, it is a likely chance that, that Ritter will cameo in the future. So. Yeah. If she is, this is this is sometimes like good example of stuff like this happening where like just scheduling conflicts pop up because they, it's just what happens. So they got to f- make a quick switch and this makes, they'll make, I think this, this one makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, hopefully Ritter will be able to do stuff later. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's um him going. It seems like at least according to the report, and this is maybe mentioned the show notes, but um, it seems like Matt's going to be going up against the Kingpin, probably because he might have been released from prison after season three. Um, again, oh, okay. I don't. So I like oh, look, I get I shit. It's like I need to get another ally. Get the Punisher. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, and speaking of that, and this actually makes it to a very interesting transition into our recommendations for the week. So we had, uh, so we're going to talk spoilers on She-Hulk, both episode five, as well as the recently released episode six. So if you're not watching episode six, please uh, come back and then watch the episode and then come back. So, so yeah, um, episode five and six. So five, I'm not mistaken. Um, so it looks like She-Hulk was in a bit of a lawsuit. Oh my god, I really liked that episode. It was pretty funny. It so. it, it was, and I, I okay, I will admit, while I did kind of prefer the next episode over this one, it was a bit funny, but also just a, a bit sad. And like, I just like there's a moment in there, like especially with like the guy that likes the She-Hulk form rather than like the regular form. I'm just like, I feel bad. Like it's sad a little bit. Yeah, it's like you you should have all. Like you don't deserve. You, I'm sorry. You you have to love both forms. Yeah, I, it's yeah. 100%. You, have to, you have to love both forms. You have to love she hulk form, and you have to love a regular Jed form. I'm sorry, I don't make the rules. Because Jed is freaking awesome too. Yeah, not just, like she hulk is cool, but like Jed is awesome too. Yeah, so. no, she's a lawyer. Um, she's a lawyer. She's gonna make a nice drinking buddy, and also like she deserves love as well. And. I just find it ironic that like she's having as Jen having this hard finding yeah. somebody because she's she's cute. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know? She's adorable. I don't know. I, I just find it I'm like, are you guys stupid? Like 
she's awesome too. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's a whole thing. And it's like, actually, and now that I actually somewhat think about it, especially as we kind of go deeper, it does, it actually makes it that Titania is kind of the villain because it leads into the whole beauty standard stuff. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, and I just made that correction in my head. So, like, it just, but they do it in a way where it's kind of reversed. Because normally in like most media, um, it'll be like the um, the like the inner outward person, like for example, like the whole Shrek Fiona thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and like it just—I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too deep into this, but I'm like, okay, I kind of see. I see where you guys are going with this, and you guys are actually really smart about this. Yeah, I I, I see that too. Yeah. Yeah, it took me a hot second, but I'm like. I see you. I see you right Yeah, I didn't really piece that together that she wasn't so much like that's how she was going to be the villain more so than anything. Mm-hmm. A little bit is the beauty standard stuff. Because I didn't really see that coming until that this episode. Yeah. So. Yeah. Really. But, but it definitely comes in next episode. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, she goes to a wedding. Mm-hmm. Dating is there. They, uh, they, they have a fight. Which mm-hmm. I imagine probably made some people who were very disappointed with episode, episode one fight happy. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it just, yeah. Also, I'm just, like, I, I, I'm very suspicious about that Josh character. And no, <laughs> I know. I'm, like, I'm hoping he's nice, but I just get this weird vibe. Yeah, I do as well. I, I get I get that. I get that Don't stuff, trust but, it. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I... too nice. He, he might be too nice, but also, um... I loved everything with uh, Renee, Elise, um, Goldsberry, uh, Mallory Book. Yeah. And, and, um, and, um, ah, shoot, I forgot. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, what's her, what's the friend's name again? I don't remember. I'm uh, bad at the names. I'm, so I'm bad at the names with this show. I don't know why. I, I am so sorry to anyone who, from the cast that listens to Because Renee's Nikki. character's Nikki. Nikki. Yeah. I, I, I love their like partners, like them like handling the case with Mister. Immortal. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> this dude just like dies to avoid stuff. He's <laughs> just oh, he is a whole mess, man. This is just <laughs> like my guy. Just deal with your shit. I know he it's was good. doing everything he could to not have to deal with it. And I'm just like. <laughs> like, he just, uh, and I just I love that last bit where it's like uh, 15 seconds of contact 15 seconds of an apology with adequate eye, eye contact, contact. with sincere like, eye contact sincere eye contact um, does it have to be 15 it's like well okay, I like bye. how it turned into like them delegating like you're gonna get this you're gonna get this you're gonna get this that was cool yeah, just, and I'm just like that was funny yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm just like. <laughs> Wait, I, again, this this is what happens when you don't deal with your shit. Then you gotta each each delegate it, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was funny. That was really funny. Although, um, at the end, I very curious about the last scene, and I did actually look this up, and it it didn't necessarily the word that I think it said. Uh, I thought it said the word hookling, which is again son of Hulk. Son of Hulk may may or may not be introduced to the show. Um, also, Young Avenger. I thought it said that, but it actually said Hulk King, but like three Hulk. 
and like mm-hmm. and apparently that like in the comics means multiple hulks i haven't really researched it since i since i again this episode was like recently released y'all so like i, I know a chance to, it's like, look into it yeah i i kind of only had a chance to kind of like watch this one kind of once and i probably missed some stuff i missed that scene a little bit yeah either way we got three more episodes yet left yeah. and um <laughs> now i'm thinking okay not gonna lie a part of me is like you know what? What if we don't get Daredevil till the season finale? Honestly, I feel like we kind of should prepare ourselves for that to be the <laughs> case because they keep teasing him, and I wouldn't be surprised if Marvel's like, "Listen, we got to get people to watch the show. We're gonna have Daredevil, but we can't have him in the middle of the show because then people are gonna stop watching. <laughs> so we gotta keep him at the end. So I'm not gonna be surprised if he pops up in like." episode eight or nine or episode eight at the earliest or yeah nine. that that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking of like, like i'm excited to see matt back but mm-hmm. like we just we gotta be patient guys he's but coming he, he's coming we, we 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 he he is coming and who knows we may we, we might get jessica jones maybe i don't know i doubt it maybe but like God, it's gonna be so weird that these that these characters are not gonna be like actual canon like they kind of were but it's it's so weird that now they're like officially officially like there's no question about it they're mm-hmm. like that we can like acknowledge them more you know it's gonna be it's good crazy yeah no it, i i would say like the term is like sign canon mean that like the events did take place but mm-hmm. the way that they're utilized is gonna be a bit different after all we are different mm-hmm. with different writers after all in a different tone and like it's a comedy yeah so it's it's, it's again it's like comics y'all Mm-hmm. different tones for different writers mm-hmm. so yeah anyway moving on from She-Hulk I watched the first three episodes of Star Wars and Nora and overall I enjoyed it um, I really dig the tone and vibe it feels more akin to a spy failure anything uh, performances all around I think are great with Diego Luna commanding the screen as Cassian if I had any issues I feel like these three episodes could have probably been combined into like one long extended 90 minute pilot like seriously like it could have probably been combined and stuff, and I like I I know that I think like three of the episodes reached to like the thirty eight slash forty minute mark, but like still, like come on, you could have combined this into like one one long pilot. I don't think anyone would care. Um, it's also more of a slow burn, but like the focus be more on Cassie and the care and the slow and the characters. Like there is some action, and there is something that happens like towards the beginning that like sets the stage, and then it's mostly character work. It's mostly a build up until we get to like what we have, like what happens in season in like. Not season three, but episode three, mm-hmm. and then and then um, then we get into full blown action. I imagine we are probably going to get some big action set pieces anyway, but don't expect action, y'all. This is more character development, spy, spy, espionage, story thriller, and stuff. So yeah, so don't don't, don't expect too much action. But overall, um, first three episodes we handled were pretty good. Can't wait for the next episode, and yeah, I'm very much curious about that one. So yeah, um. Cool. Also, I saw Pearl and overall really dug it. This is the prequel to X, which came out earlier this year, to uh, Ty West's X from earlier this year. And if X is an solid piece that is a combination of like Boogie Nights meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre, then Pearl is a character piece that plays homage to the musicals of early Hollywood with director Ty West and company going full in- blown into that aesthetic. And speaking of Pearl herself, uh, Mia Goff is outstanding, making us truly care for this person despite being a villain. Uh, this is most evident in the monologue that she gives where Goff just brings it. 
in addition to goth, the uh, rest of the cast members stand on their own, with some of the sounds being uh, Tandy Wright and David, of course, with course Watt, um, respectively. Overall, with the dynamic performance from Goth, West, and company, um, makes for a character fascination study that pays homage to old Hollywood. Definitely recommend this one for Gospel performance alone. And so, and also, literally the night before we recorded this, I finally saw The Woman King. And my God, this movie was just fire. Fire in all the best fucking ways, y'all. Uh, the action is brutal, and director Gina Prince Bifewood gets away with so much. I would not be surprised if the first cut of this movie kind of came out as an R rating. Um, in addition, the performances were great. Viola is excellent as Lee as John Boyega, though I will say with John Boyega, he isn't in this movie as much as like the marking kind of hints that he is. He's more of a supporting character. Uh, but the main standards for me are Thuso, um, and apologies for, the, for butchering the name, uh, Thuiso Lucina. And Lasana Lynch, um, which, by the way, Lasana Lynch, um, she needs to be in everything. I know she's about to be in everything, but seriously, this woman needs to kind of be in everything. <laughs> I mean, first, first Captain Marvel, then Bond, then now, um, and then now this. I'm just like, am I forgetting anything here? But like, just this, this just. Just, she, she's great. She is freaking great. Um, both of which excuse um, this like sip without giving too much away. Uh, both excuse like this like sibling like energy, and I just dug it. Uh, if I had any issues with the movie, it does drag a bit in the middle, a, a tiny bit in the middle. Nothing too much, but it does kind of slow down a bit. But it still keeps a nice pace to it. But over, but besides that, the looking was great, and I this is what I definitely recommend checking out. And. Cat just opened the door. <laughs> I, 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 I see the door being cracked open, and I'm like, I, I see someone has arrived. Yeah. Um, I thought it was my mom. That's why I put my hand up. But then, no, it's... um, It's Kitty. It's Kitty. It's Hi, Kitty. Good. Yeah. How are you? Oh, Back wow. on the bed. Let's get off picture. There you go. Yeah, Kitty has definitely grown a bit. <laughs> She's obsessed with food. And I try to limit, but it's she's she's fine. She's yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. It's just like it's just, it's been a while since I've seen her like as a kitten. <laughs> so so yeah, but yeah, no, kitten, kitten makes makes an appearance, y'all. But yeah, um, no. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, that was a big distraction. <laughs> well, she is our unofficial mascot for this podcast, so yeah. So there's that. Uh, do you have any recommendations for us, Jamie? Um, well. I do have one, and it's a game that just came out mm-hmm. called Disney Dreamlight Valley. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. Um, it's basically taken over my life for like the last two weeks. Oh lord! Um, it's basically a combination of Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley with Disney characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very addicting. It's a lot of fun. Um, I have already put in way too much time into this game, but it's it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's really cute. It's a nice con. Like it's not like if you loved Animal Crossing, you guys will freaking love this game. Like especially if you like Disney, like it's it's insane. Um, so yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. As just look as- up look up like stuff on YouTube about it. It's 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 awesome. I, I as soon as I were oh I since the I do that I'm like oh lord this is this is gonna be in our Animal Crossing situation. It it really is and like I it's 
it's crazy and it's it's almost better than animal crossing in a lot of really good ways because a lot of the issues that people have of animal crossing they're non-existent in this game mm. like and, and stuff so it's just it's the it's the whole thing it's fun mm. so mm. definitely definitely yeah i love it it's fun yeah well anyways i believe that does it for our show this week yep um so feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms we're on twitter at combo with two geeks we're also on facebook and instagram at conversation with two geeks if you want to email us about anything from this episode or one of our previous episodes we're at conversation with two geeks at gmail.com anyway see you later y'all bye bye